Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27-24! Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to his strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown. Fried Fogle again. Content, content, content. Happy holidays, everybody. Welcome to the OEO podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. On vacation from his real job, but never on vacation from this job. You can find me on Twitter at Bragley. That's B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here, as always, with co-host Brandon. Find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. That's Brandon, spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? Uh, it's a, lot of, a lot of sports going on. Fun time of the year. Uh, I do want to release an official statement, though, for last week's podcast. I don't apologize for anything. I had a ton of fun. Uh, everyone who put up with me. Sorry, I'm not sorry. Let's do it again. That was one of the best podcasts, at least recording, that I had that we had done in a long time. It was a lot of fun. A little, little bit of a choppy listen, but like, still fun. Like, it was choppy just because you couldn't get your words out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us as always, judging in the background, producer Seth. He's nervous as all can be. Due to tomorrow's game, you can block him on Twitter. It's at Seta5, S-E-T-A-H-5. What's up, Seth? I, I, uh, <laughs> nervous. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Get ready to hate a fan base like you've never hated a fan base before. Good so. old Rocky Top. Yeah, at least you don't have to be there. So, all right. Uh, I don't know if we even want to do these. I mean, there's like an update, I guess, kind of, sort of, not really. We still don't have a quarterback. That's basically what the update is. Um, tell me if I'm wrong, but a decent target has emerged here outside of who we talked about last week and uh, Josh Allen 2.0. Levi Williams from Wyoming. Uh, built like Josh Williams, big dude, or Josh uh, Allen, sorry. Six foot four, good runner. Only difference is we've got a little bit of questions about his arm strength, but he's young. So Richard freshman, right, Brandon? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Four years of eligibility left. Yes. I think we talked about this in our group text. He's everybody's second favorite candidate right now. I think if we were to pick, if we were to have a, a, a pecking order, I think he's second or third on our list. So uh, he's second on mine. Seth is throwing up a two, which either means he's leaving or he's second on his two. Um, we've talked about Emory Jones enough. We get blasted in message boards about Emory Jones, like whatever. Um, we are not journalists. We are fans. <laughs> we also cite our like, sources too. We so. are just like you. Like <laughs> we, we don't have credentials. Yeah. We don't have sources. Our sources are sources. your sources. We have sources. We have sources, but on this one, our sources were their sources. So uh, a new guy, I did a little bit of deep dive on it today. Peter Costelli, I want to say Utah transfer in the portal, dual threat quarterback, six foot three. So bigger dude. Um, IU offered him out of high school. Don't know a whole lot about him outside of that. 
So that's a name that could pop up on our radar at some point. But I'm on the portal. I'm on the portal now uh-huh. on 247. And I see two names that I hope we have absolutely no business. And that's Jack Plummer of Purdue and Zach Anikstad of Minnesota. Meaning God, you, don't, you don't think we should touch Jack Plummer? No. Not mm. at all. Not at all. But people will think that he's Jake Plummer's kid. And then we can be like, we have fake Jake Plummer's kid on our team. Castelli does only have one year of eligibility left. Man, Jack Plummer, what a disappointment he was. Huh? How many years does he have left? One or two? Jack Plummer, let me scroll Seth back. Seth says two in, in the background. I think he has at least two. And who's the other kid Anik- out of Minnesota? Jack Plummer only has one. One. Anikstad has three. Who's if you go Anikstad? on 247, on just Google 247 portal and then search by position, it's very easy. Oh, I've got it on. Well, yeah, I've got it on half. Oh, there it is right there. Okay, there's three. Oh, he's from IMG, 6'3", 220. Why don't we like him? I mean, Why don't we like An- An- get Anikstad? The, couldn't get know. on the field. I mean, I guess Tanner Morgan was there forever. I, I mean, again, I'm just throwing out names. I don't know if any of this um, means anything. Did but. we recruit him would be a start? I don't think so. We did recruit, uh, and I apologize if we talked about this last week, Connor Bazalak from Missouri. We did talk about Connor last week. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. He's also That's a name that I keep, again, kind of falling in love with. Yeah. Um, we're just throwing names out there. Uh, we'll go over, I think, our top three part of uh, our top three. Cam Ward, that's all point. that matters. Yes, that's the one. Let's put it out into the world. Yes. Uh, so if we if he gets on campus next month, then that's great news. So here we go. Uh, we are going to do a little bit of a special kind of I want to say recap, but kind of a end of the year pod today um, where we will say and this is some of this is going to be a little rough to get through. But what we're think what IUFB is thankful for in 2020. Yeah, and, and, and guys, I mean, normally what we did last year during this pod, I went back and looked is we did a bowl preview. Mm-hmm. hopefully this is the last time we have to do a holiday edition because we are previewing a new year's new year's six bowl um so yeah let's there you go. let's just hope this is a one-time thing there you go or, so, or content baby content that's right all day so again as i'm saying uh this is all brought to you by producer seth by the way uh what is iufb thankful for in 2021 what is on our 2022 wish list, which is how I kind of hinted at Cam Ward. Um, the top three IUFB moments of 2021, which was really hard to come up with. Uh, and then we, See, were, I didn't think so. Oh, I did real. I am, unless I'm forgetting a lot of them um, because if they happened at home, the majority of those times I was in my cups. So there's a good chance that I forgot them. Um, and then we're also going to do, a really bad idea for us. Almost every time we do it, we'll do some college football predictions. Let's go. Uh, and we'll preview the playoff games as well as a bonus game. So, all right, let's get right into it. Brandon, what is Indiana University football thankful for in 2021? Micah McFadden. That's that's so true. That's Micah so true. McFadden. Well I mean, again, my favorite IU football player, offense or defense. A guy that absolutely gave the university and the team everything. How can you not be thankful for that guy? I mean, it's it's cheesy, it's cliche, but it, it starts with Micah. It absolutely has to. 
Yeah. Um, I didn't put him down, but I am very thankful for him. Uh, what I wrote down was fan support and student section. See, I don't have either one of those. Well, that's one. I just one group there. I thought, you know, obviously as, as the season went on and it was pretty obvious that we were not good. Um, those kind of nicely. both, both tapered off mainly the student section tapered off as the, you know, the weather got colder, to be honest. I mean, what was the last game we went to Rutgers? We did not, neither yeah. one of us made it to the Minnesota game. That weather was terrible. So the fact that any of them even showed up is pretty good progress. Um, I have one more. How many more do you have there? I have two more. Okay, go ahead. I've always been big into recruiting, whether it was college basketball or the NCAA video game. I mean, this past year following recruiting has been fun. Like I never really got into football recruiting because honestly we were competing against max schools or, or lower power fives. Like, okay, I've never heard of this guy. We're not really in battle signing days, boring, but man, <laughs> football recruiting is, is fun, especially when we landed where we were at. I mean, again, I, I would never would have thought I would be talking college football recruiting on a podcast in relation to IU football, but I, I'm in, I, I'm, I, I thoroughly have enjoyed it and um, I'm thankful for it. Yeah. That was my last one. Recruiting class staying intact minus, you know, that one quarterback, but um yeah, going back to like what you said, it used to be like we'd go through the offer list and you'd look and it'd just be a bunch of Mac schools, maybe like an Indiana State thrown in or something. And then we'd get excited if we'd be like, okay, cool, there's a three star. He's got it, he's got an Iowa State offer, or he's got a uh I don't know who else around that area that would offer something like that. Like Illinois offered him. Like this is big time. Like if you go back and look at Tevin Coleman. I was excited to get Tevin Coleman because I think his other two huge offers were Michigan state and Illinois. And I was like, okay, cool. That's a good, that's a good recruit. Did not know he'd turn out to be what he was, of course. but of course. Yeah. All right. What's your last one? Tailgating, man. I missed yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, and we, we had, we didn't have an, as much flip cup games or dizzy bad or, you know, but, we made the best of it, given given our situations. And it was just fun just to do it again. I mean, the car rides up, the car rides back. Mm-hmm. Um, just great conversation, following games on our phones. I mean, those situations, they're just fun. And it, it felt good to get back to normal. And IU football was was a reason for that. Um, so I, I'm, I'm thankful tailgating, specifically IU tailgating with you two gentlemen um, for this past year. Best tailgate Cincinnati, maybe definitely, or was it definitely. Ohio State? No, because Cincinnati. Ohio State we had the biggest tailgate, correct? The weather was great prior to the game. Cincinnati was hot, but Cincinnati was a solid tailgate. So, okay, cool, that's it. Seth, do you want to add anything? Yeah, I had low hanging fruit and CTA. Nice to have a strong leader, yes. good man at the helm. Mm-hmm. Can't go wrong there. Mm-hmm. And then I also had the recruiting class and then specifically uh, the McCullough and Mullen family bloodlines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be really interesting. I was uh, daydreaming today. This family. is going to be family. <laughs> Keep it in the family. This Keep is going to be family. so creepy for me to say this, but I was daydreaming about where McCullough was going to play next year and then what number he was going to wear because monster's back. So he can't wear one like he did in high school. Does he wear zero? 
Does he wear nine? It's got to be single digit. It's got to be nine, right? Does he take? I don't know. I'm scared they're going to line up as a permanent rush. Like in my in my dream, I want him to play seven positions. Yeah. Right. Like I want him to play like match up. Okay, they have a beast tight end, so we're going to do that. Or we're you know they go deep, so we're going to put him as a center fielder. Or they have a bad left tackle, and we're going to put him like I want him to be. Our game plan starts with McCullough and their weakness and just go at that, right? Like, that's what I, I mean, that's what they did with Troy Palomalu. Troy Palomalu didn't have a position. He could play linebacker. He could play nickel. He could play safe. He, I mean, he could play everywhere. That's what I want with McCullough. So, 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 so bad. It sounds like they're going to have him be a stand-up defensive end. Um, yeah, but we'll see. I mean, I, I, they're really good at keeping things under wraps as far as exactly what we're going to do, exactly what players yeah. are going to play. Now, we need so, a stand-up defensive end. <laughs> I mean, if, if, yeah. if you look at it, we need that. Yeah. But, um, let me look. I was looking at our quarterback that we got from Bloomington North. I was watching his highlights. Uh, he, he will be a running back, according to Matt Weaver and okay. Peaks. I repeat, I read it on their message boards. He will be a running back. <laughs> Uh, Reese Lozano is his name. Uh, check him out. R E E C E Lozano or L O Z A N O. Um, just Google that. Look up his highlights. There's a good, um, I want to say it's on YouTube maybe, um, or one of the other IU football sites it's out there. There's that's perfect. Running back is going to be perfect. He's built like a running back six one one eighty five, and he runs like a running back. His arms. Now, okay. You know, you know, this is a IU football podcast. If we're talking about preferred walk-ons, yeah. the position I'm excited for is the linebacker from Cathedral. Oh he's yeah, he's actually a two-star. Like yeah. he had Mac offers. His 247 ratings a 79. You basically have to be an 80 to be a low three-star. So I mean, mm-hmm. like to get that good of a walk-ons, pretty good. I mean, he's not going to play in probably in the next three years, but if he can contribute. You know, it, it, by his redshirt senior year, that like those are the guys Michigan State out of nowhere has this walk on yep. linebacker yep. that's been in the program for five years that winds up with 100 tackles. Right. Like, yeah, it, getting those preferred walk ons help in practice. They help in special teams. And then if you find a diamond in the rough, it could be a year changer. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, by the way, Reese Lozano is ranked on 247. He's not ranked as a composite, but ranked as a two-star as well. Only offer, according to 247, is, is Indiana State. So, um, but yeah, I think that's that our walk-ons will be good. And I also think that Jeff, uh, what's it? I want to say Utzinger. Is it? Yeah, Utzinger. That's the only yeah, way that's who I'm talking about. Announce that, right? So, yeah, but I mean, look at his offers. Like, sure, they're Mac, but he could have gone to school for free at yep. Akron Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, or Eastern Michigan. But he's got to walk on and earn the scholarship here. So, um, again, good recruiting. Even how far down that is on the on the list, still big. So, and the Mitchell Evans kid out of Center Grove that comes from a winning program, whether or not he's going to play or not, doesn't matter. Um, still adds another, another winner to the list. So, Seth, do you have anything else that you're thankful for, IUFB is thankful for in 2021? I'm good. Let's move on. Okay, let's move on. Brandon, I've got four things on my 2022 wish list. You've already talked about one, and that's Cam Ward. Is he on your wish list as well? I have QB, instant starter QB. Like, I, we need a guy 
Now, would it be great if it was someone like Cam Ward that had three years that you could actually develop McCulley? Yeah, that'd be great. But I want, we need a guy that has a day one starter that at least has one year of eligibility, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's my thing. Like, Cam Ward would be great as far as like long term plans, but I'm not even going to get greedy. Like, let's get a guy that we are comfortable with starting day one that can get us back in the W column. It's Tuttle not okay. I guess it would you not be okay with Jack Tuttle starting? So 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 can I can I kind of move on to my second wish list and yeah. answer? Yeah. Get back to a bowl game. Okay. I think Tuttle can get us to six and six. I do. I think Tuttle can get us to seven and five. Okay. But we just have a lot lower ceiling, right? We're not beating Mich- we're not beating Michigan. We're not beating Ohio State. We're probably not beating Penn State, right? Like you're gonna have to scratch and claw to get to six or seven wins with Jack Tuttle as your quarterback. And with IU football, that should be good enough. Yeah. Two right? of those games are at home this year. We always play Penn State tough at home. Always. So, you know, the ceiling's just a lot lower. And the guy hasn't shown us that he can be healthy. I'm yeah. not worried about his ability. I'm a av- I'm worried about his availability. If we roll into 2022 and it's Jack and then McCauley, McCauley slash I'm not high school quarterback. Yeah. Or Dexter um, Williams. So I, that's my thing with Tuttle. I mean, he, he just, just lowers the ceiling. If Cam Ward or somebody with, or uh, Levi Williams, for example, if they come in, Tuttle's not going to go to the portal at that point, I wouldn't think. But three years of eligibility left. Do we see Williams or Dexter Williams or McCauley try to leave? I could see Williams going back south, right? Like, he's a Georgia kid. He doesn't have many teammates, doesn't have his family. I I could see Williams um, seeing the writing on the wall if there's a multi-year starter. You're right with Tuttle. I don't think Tuttle leaves because he came – and what happened? Penix got hurt, became a starter. Yeah. What happened next year? Penix got hurt, became a starter. Yep. If he if he goes into next year as number two, guess what? He could go three years in a row. Starting yep. quarterback goes down. He's a starter. Why yep. would he leave? It, you know, to somewhere else where he has to start anew. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Tuttle would leave, but I also wouldn't be shocked either. Yep. But I don't think he would. Okay. Yeah, you took uh, another. Well, you mentioned one of the other ones, which is back. I have back on track, which is just get back to a bowl game. I mean, yep, that's that what was, we expect. Yep, that's my wish point. list: quarterback and bowl game. Yep. Um, so you also touched on health. I dug really deep into this, and I had not actually found the exact answer. I had seen eighteen, the number eighteen, thrown around at some point. I saw 24, 27. 30 players missed time at one point yeah. in the season. Eighteen players out for the season. That's unbelievable. 18 players out for the season. And the majority of them are in very important positions. So um, so that's health. Health is on my wish list for sure. Um, not yep, only it's for mine too. It's my last on one. the podcast, but for the kids on the team. So and then my last well, you said you're for done. our health. It's better if they're good. Right. Like you've said well, yeah, it multiple times yeah, on now. your outro, oh, sure. like yeah. doing this podcast this past season was very hard like, yeah. for our health. Yes. Success. Yes. yes. Is better. My heart and my liver. Yes. Um, in my head. So basically everything. Um, 
Yeah, so you're done with your wish list. You only have two things on your wish list. Quarterback, bowl game, and health. Okay. Three. I've got maintained fan interest, which I think is kind of tied into all of that. Man. So. Man. What? Are, you, are you wishing it? Because I think we got to earn it, right? Like, I think it's earned. I think it's there. What We just have to maintain that. What I mean by that is, did how much did we lose? How, okay. How much did we lose? because of a casual fan that's not actually paying attention to 30 players missing time, 18 players out for the season equals, what did we finish? Two and 10? Or how many people paid attention and are like, okay, the the roots are here. There's just a lot of things that are broken right now that need fixed. The very one thing that everybody was, the one arrow, the very obvious neon sign blinking right at it is gone. And that's the offensive coordinator. So can we maintain the fan interest that we had that we were going into last season with? Even after the beatdown at Iowa, I mean, my God, the amount of people that were at the Idaho game was insane. I mean, that student section was filled to the brim at, for Idaho. We were 35 and a half point favorites, I think, going into that game. You don't see that. So, all right, let's, uh, Seth, do you have anything on the yeah. wish list? Right, right before uh, producer Seth talks. So I think, and we did a decent job at it. I personally think we need to get a little bit better at it, but we got to make, IU, no, we, we can't do anything. Um, we got to make it fun for students to go again. And I think right now the students are making it fun for the students to go again. But I do think some of the game day atmosphere does have to improve a little um, because like even when IU is bad, Tom Crean years, whatever, it's still fun to go to an IU basketball game, right? 10 and 25 IU, the student section is still fun because it's cool. And like I've used fun way too many times, but you get what I'm saying, right? And that has to happen for football as well. Um, and I think it started, I mean, whether it's the shirtless guys going all bro or, or whether it's, you know, uh, whatever, like you gotta make it fun. And I think that's how you maintain. And it's totally possible at a school like Indiana because yeah. it does it in another sport. Yeah. Like it does it. it for a freaking bike race. It yeah, can do it true. for a football game. That's, that's true. It's a fucking bike race. All right, Seth. Yeah. So I had QB offensive coordinator and again not saying that walt bell's not the guy just he's not necessarily the slam dunk home run right away guy he's a guy who has to prove himself so just so to have so good have clarity there um and then the third one i had and you touched one of you guys touched on this earlier is a defensive scheme that limits tight ends and coverage especially in the red zone and if that's mccullough that's i don't care who it is but there's going to be some way to address that mm-hmm. yep I agree. Okay. Well, here we go. This is the one I had a lot of uh, difficulty doing. Top three. Mine's such a cop out. Moments you guys are just going to clown on me for my. Of 2021. Starting from the bottom, Brandon. Number three, what do you got? So none of mine are actually on the field. Oh, none of mine are actually on the one field. One of mine is off the field. Two of them on the field. Go ahead. Uh, top IU, top three IU football moments of 2021. Number three is meeting the LEO fans. You yeah, know, that was cool. The, the, that was awesome. Uh, again, we got guys, we do this for fun. We, we're not doing this to be famous, but I got to admit, it's pretty dang cool to interact with you guys in person, over Twitter, whatever. 
We've been doing this now for about a year. IU football brought that to us. So, I mean, I, I, I was between saying between this being thankful and just top moments for me, meeting the LEO fans um, was pretty dang cool. Seth, number three. Uh, I'm going full Purdue guy here. Trey Tucker kickoff return. Cincinnati. Oh, geez. Okay, whatever. I'm going Man, for, what a hey, game I'm changer going... that was. Yeah, exactly. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. That was right after uh, uh, DJ uh, Matthews. Well, touchdown. that was right after what, yep. my, what one of my other ones is going to be. My number three is Nick Sheridan being let go. That's a, a big thing. And, and again, we can celebrate this because he got paid. He got paid. And this is what everybody wanted. And we got it. So can I Brandon, call that a false positive? Yeah. False, false, false. Not right now. <laughs> not right now. Uh, number joke. Number two, Brandon. Uh, Pack Stadium of, I, of IU fans. Man, it was cool looking around and, and seeing everyone and literally not being like Seth has a deep voice. I have a deep voice. We could not hear each other. Like we had yeah. to like yell into each other's ear to communicate like that. I, I don't know if I ever saw a day, right, that an IU football game would be that loud. It, it was awesome. It yep. was really, really cool. Yep. One of the guys that made it pretty loud, num- number two, DJ Matthews' performance against Cincinnati, five catches, 120 yards, two carries, 28 yards, and the aforementioned touchdown on the wide receiver reverse. Uh, that was fantastic. He was the reason we were winning that game and should have won that game. Um, but yeah, man, what a backbreaker that number three was there, Seth. What do you got at number two? What else is going to hurt my heart here tonight? Another huge game changer that happened right in front of us. Uh, Michigan State. Sparty pick six, Cal Halliday. Again, mm. one of those random Michigan State guys that no idea where he's from, just shows up. They had done nothing offensively. You guys had just kicked a field goal. We're up three, nothing. Dominated. And then that's when it turned. Yep. All right, Brandon, number Bunch one. Bunch formations on the strong on side the, of the field with yeah. about eight yards to work with. <laughs> Genius! And then he did it again and almost got picked off. He gone. Um, um, so we're, we're at my number one, Michael? Number one, Brandon. Dude, the freaking hype videos, man. Do you know how many times you go to my YouTube history and, like, just watch... And he, even before the preseason, after the Iowa game, before Cincinnati, before Ohio State, like watching those videos just during your work day or while you're working out, and especially the drive down to Bloomington, like that was just so fun. Like I almost gave myself goosebumps talking about those videos. They're produced so well, like the hype, like the hype for so many moments of the season um, was just just great. Every single one of them. I can't even pick a specific video because the hype was unreal. Probably the number one highlight of the season. As sad as this is. Number number one for me, DJ Matthews punt return against Idaho. Uh, 81-yard punt return, which he covered probably at least 100 yards based on the way he caught it over his shoulder, facing away from the punt at that point. Turns around, breaks like a 1,000 tackles, stiff arm at the end. Uh Pretty cool, man. That place was nuts. And I've got a super cool picture I just saw on Twitter last week, I want to say. That was a, somebody had taken it from his account and, and reshared it and everything else. But it was uh, a very cool moment um, right before halftime. 
super awesome moment. If you guys can, if maybe I'll, maybe I'll put it out with the pod when we post it. Um, pretty cool picture. So Seth, number one, what is it? Bucket. What's the, nope. What's the number one play that we have talked about more than anything else over the course of last month on air in our group text? It's the Micah McFadden targeting. Play. That's what I was going to say. You said the last month. I don't remember. Oh, sorry. The last three gotcha. months, four months. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. The targeting. Yeah. My Most God, consequential play of the season. What an awful call. Yeah. And uh, again, it, it's, it's definitely dramatic saying this, but beat it, the, the, the reach or whatever you want to call the Penn State, even though that was the first game of the year, that changed the direction of the whole season. If we beat Cincinnati, it changes the direction of the whole season. Yeah. Yeah, I was just looking through those highlights today of Cincinnati um, and just the the Penix, the Tim Baldwin fumble inside the five, the Penix scramble to his strong side, throw across the field, across his body when we, we just need a touchdown to take the lead. Just a lot of things in that game shot us in the foot, but man, up what 14 nothing at that point, I think, or mm-hmm. and uh tons all of the momentum not even a lot of it all of the momentum remember what was it did they used to have it in college football for playstation and xbox and stuff the momentum meter at the top was i mean full on like that camera it would have been shaken for ritter all that stuff that was third down he was getting sacked it was over getting the ball back man that was such a blow so that one hurts Seth. thanks for doing that all right. Cool. He went full heel. He, how, yeah. how long have we done this? What, we're on episode know. 70. He's 70, never went yep. full heel right after Christmas, man. That's low. Don't worry. We'll get him back in a little bit. But before we do that, promo real quick, man, a super quick word from our sponsor at Monon Track Club. You guys only have to hear this once a week now. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport and the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs. And yes, they will run during the winter, even though it's still like 60 degrees outside and shop their sick gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies as a thank you to our listeners. They are offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10. That's LEO10 at checkout. Now, Brando's Randos. Brandon, what you got? Holiday themed, of course. Um, First one, definitely a fun one. What would you get Tom Allen for Christmas? Goodness, what a question. I have no, I can't even answer this right now, Seth. A blue blood quarterback. Come on. Oh, well. Okay, well, that's not something you can get. Like, I'm talking like something under the tree. I'm not talking like, you know, blue chip style. Going to pay a mill to go get freaking Cam Ward here. It's not what I'm talking about. Like, what? uh, And the. I went something very cheap, something very fun, something because he wouldn't want you to spend a lot of money. He's not, yeah. a, he doesn't seem like a materialistic guy. Yep. So I think I'm giving him a lifetime supply of cough drops. Okay. I mean, that guy's yeah. voice, yeah. that guy's voice is just gone. Uh, whether it's practice or a game, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm telling you, like, Tom, keep doing you, but we got to make sure that voice lasts for another 20 years because we don't want you going anywhere. I would get so, him, I would get him blinders and a grindstone. That's what I would get him. You know, keep your blinders on, nose to the grindstone, and maybe a like funny a funny gift. I feel like he would like that. Like I feel a, like he is down to heart. earth enough that he yeah. would like that 
metaphor. Like a giant, not a like a like a human shaped heart, but you know, like a Valentine's, a big one with an IU logo on the middle. Yeah, get him that on the grind with a grindstone and some blinders. There you go. What's next? Another fun one. Um, has nothing to do with IU, but you gotta ask it because every podcast in the world is asking it. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? No. Yes. It no, absolutely it's not. is it's not a Christmas movie. It happens at Christmas. I don't care if it happens at Christmas. So is Gremlins a Christmas movie then? Yes. No. It no, absolutely it's is. not a Christmas movie. Is Independence Day not a Fourth of July movie? Come on. There's no Fourth of July. It's not a thing. I don't. But yes, it's literally named Independence Day. <laughs> so on Independence Day, you should probably watch Independence Day. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. Um, next one here. And Seth, you can answer this as for Purdue. Do you guys get anything IU or Purdue related for Christmas? And if so, um, are you going to get to see it next year? I got two things. I got a sweatshirt from my bro. And I got. Okay. It could be IU. I got a. From the father-in-law. He always gives us things that aren't like material gifts. So he gives us like, uh, I've got the list out there. I'm not going to go get it. But one of the things on the bottom is a weekend babysitting. So out of town babysitting and hotel stay on him. Whoa, so, that's big. Yes. So that is big time. That could be an IU either. Here come the haters. Three could dudes be, in a room. Three dudes in a room. <laughs> it could be for uh yeah, three dudes and my wife in a room. Yeah. Um <laughs> you're gonna want to edit that one out. Uh, nah, it's fine. She didn't listen. Nobody listens, so it doesn't matter. Um so um <laughs> so as much as I want to use it at on an away game, um, everybody's screaming no at whatever said device they were listening to this on. Um I'm not gonna probably I probably won't do it. So yeah, that's that's an IU related thing. It'll be used either on a home game or an away game, which or bowl game, maybe. So there you go. What did you get? Uh so I already have a ton of IU stuff. So I got more I got more Pittsburgh stuff than I did IU oh. stuff, but I did get something for tailgating. Um, because I always complain that we don't walk around enough, right? Like, you know, we yeah. don't get to see a lot of things. So I got this like you can fit six cans in this kind of strap cooler nice. that I can just like walk around and like check out the university, check out the other tailgating. And it like looks like an ammo strap and you can fit it's, okay. it and it keeps those things cool. It's pretty freaking neat. Um, I can't wait to use that next year. Let's talk about it right now because this needs to be our new thing. Instead of packing, like when we pack up an hour early, when I remember I have an anxiety attack and we have to get into the game. Um, maybe we pack up an hour and five minutes before the game. And then we spend those six beers walking around tailgates and checking out stuff. There we go. Right. I love it. I love it. I think it's such a good idea. Yeah. Cause you're right. Like we either wait to the last minute till we have to run to the stadium or you freak out and we get there way too early. Either way, we don't get to see anything and we normally don't have beer. So like, like this kind of solves all problems. I'm pretty freaking stoked. I'm pretty sure they'll let you take like a military looking Arnold Schwarzenegger. What movie is it from? Or is it, I mean, I think it's Stallone, Seth, where he's got the bullets across his chest. 
Rambo and uh, Commando are the two I'm thinking of. Yeah, one's that, Sly and one's Arnold. Yeah, I'm sure they'll let you take something like that into the game without beers in it, of course. So, all right, what else you got? Seth, anything for you? I mean, any any Purdue or any tailgating gear? No, my wife and my entire family are IU people, so they would refuse to get me anything Purdue related. You didn't yeah. get another pair of IU shorts? No. no another no, pair of no. IU shorts, I said? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. That's all I got. Cool. Let's reach into producer Seth's sack. What do you got? Uh, no sack today. Santa emptied uh, emptied my sack last week. Uh, it's still empty. So, Good deal. Yeah. Sounds like you were on the naughty list. All right. So I don't know, hopefully it'll yeah. be full again by the new year. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right, cool. Well, speaking of new year, let's talk about uh, this the episode games. is rated X. Yes. <laughs> the games that are on Friday um, and a bonus game, which happens tomorrow but let's start with the games on friday um the first round is i guess we should probably talk about all of them because it's friday monday is that what it is yeah no when is the national championship it's the following like 10 days okay so we've got we've got time okay so friday we've got georgia giving seven and a half Versus Michigan over under 45 and a half. I'll start. I've got Ugga winning this one close 20 to 17. So under and not covering. What do you got? I'm glad we disagree. Um, I have Ugga also winning um, in a one score game. Uh, Michigan will get a chance to tie it, but they won't get there. I have Georgia 28. Michigan 20. I have Georgia and the over. Okay. Seth? Uga 27, Michigan 13. Ooh. Cover and under. Ooh. Georgia and under is, is, is a good bet. I mean, that's... So so Bragg has Michigan losing but covering and the under. So we all have three different things. That's We're all neat. under. Well, you're over. Yeah. I'm over. over we all have three different covering. things, which is yeah. pretty neat. Okay. All right, this one, I've got two answers on this, but I'm going to go last because we're going to second game. So Brandon is second. So Brandon goes first. Cincinnati versus Alabama. Alabama giving 13 and a half as of today. Uh, over which it's gone down over under 57 and a half. Brandon, what do you got? This I'm assuming this isn't close. Bad game, guys. This is yeah. a bad game. 42 to 13. I got Bama and the under just a slight under mm-hmm. garbage time scares me. Yeah. Garbage time scares me with Cincinnati the under getting a, getting a late one. But I think this is blowout city. Yeah. Okay. Seth. Bama 48. Oh Cincinnati 10. Oh my God. <laughs> Bama and the over. But Vegas loves you for that one. Tight. This is where I said I have two. My head says, and I did not look at anybody's notes. Remember, I make these outlines. I went first. Cincinnati 14, Alabama 42. So cover under. My heart says, my heart wants just a hell of a game. Cincinnati 34, Alabama 33. Dang. Yes. This is reminiscing of some of your predictions during the season. Like yeah. some of your IU yeah. with the heart yeah. predictions. Yeah. 
but I didn't say that before. I just said it. I just did them because I'm an idiot. But the real one we should we should look at is Cincinnati 14, Alabama 42. So, all right, here we go. Should I write? Should I tell them what I actually wrote down on the outline yes, or should I? Okay, please. We've already so, crossed the th- threshold. Okay. Of- so, so the bonus game is poop versus fart or giant douche versus turd sandwich. The giant douche is giving six. Uh, the over under 64 and a half. And by those teams, I mean, this is Tennessee versus Purdue tomorrow um, or today. If you're listening the day of the podcast being released um, in the, what are you guys playing in music city bowl? What are you guys? Yep. Yeah. Music city bowl. So that's going to be 90% orange, probably um, no offense to Purdue. It's just the amount of obnoxious people that will fill up that stadium are going to be disgusting and orange. So uh, Brent, uh, I'm sorry. No, Seth. What do you got? Um, this I know is you think Purdue is going to lose, but that's fine. Go oh, ahead. yeah. Tennessee 23, Purdue 13. Oh, way under. Way yeah. under. Uh, Holy cow. With Bell, Karloftis not playing. We have, I think, our three or four of our top receivers are out. Xander's going to put on a show. 17's out? Or zero, whatever he is now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think that's TJ okay. Sheffield and Jackson Anthrop are top two receivers. Oh, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. And the tight ends. Yep. Yeah, you're okay. Okay. I just don't I think it'll be hard to score points. Not against that defense. I've got orange team 41. Purdue. And Vegas is gonna love this one. Purdue 35. Brandon. Yeah, so the SEC's had an awful showing, just an absolute dreadful showing. So I think this game's close, guys. I think this game's close. I, I think UT wins this, but a heartbreaking loss, heartbreaking oh, no. in the Music City Bowl. Tennessee 34, oh, no. Purdue 27. I got UT in the under. But this is a, this is an all timer. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be back and forth. Purdue's Purdue's never going to be out of this game because you can't be out of this game against the UT defense. And you know the SEC just contended. I was taught before I was I was on Purdue in my pick'em. I have Purdue covering. Um, I have Purdue just not covering uh, for this sake. But I I do think this will be a really good game. ESPN is giving Purdue a 49% chance of winning. That's a straight toss-up game. I mean, so I think it'll be one score, and I think Tennessee scores under five minutes ago. Yeah. Ugh. And then that's where you should be glad that you're not at the game because that's when it becomes like it's suffocating. Ask Brandon. It was suffocating in Jacksonville. Just the amount of like you're nervous because you've just lost the lead and the amount of just uneducated idiots screaming and smelling up the entire stadium. They don't listen to this podcast, Brandon. Don't make that face. Make it <laughs> screaming some song that I'm sure has hints of never mind. I'm not gonna say <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. Um you know oh it's just a terrible fan base that you just don't want to be around especially if they somehow pull off a win. So I have a coworker who's a vol and she's very nice. I also have coworkers that are Purdue people that suck. So just kidding. They're also nice people. Sure. sure, She's not very smart and her dad's her uncle, but um, (laughs) 
be sure to check out the pod on Twitter. It's at podcast LEO. Be sure to download, rate, follow, review, all of that good stuff. Even you can't if you wait like for your guy. official statement next week. <laughs> Even if you don't like us, just give us five stars. Tell us how bad we are, especially me. Um, we will talk to you guys next week when we review our horrible predictions and make fun of all the teams that had to play while we're at home resting for next season. We love you guys. Elio. 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 Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much. Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.